One, two, three, they stole a bonsai tree. Experimental unit clone force 99. The defective clones with the desirable mutations. They call themselves the Bad Batch. everyone welcome back to another bad batch tastic episode of empire radio i'm jeremiah i'm drew and we are back yeah. bad batch season two episode 13 pabu <laughs> all right here's the thing it wasn't that bad of an episode it's just a misplaced episode it shouldn't be this late in the season true that's fair so I, I can't. I can go with that. All right. Well, so before I, I always forget. So we're gonna jump into the Spotify Q and A first, right away, before we go too far. Because last uh, night, Mando, we were like twenty minutes in, and I was like, "Oh crap!" I had a question. And if so you guys we, didn't check out last Mando, if you guys just saw this, I'm like, "Oh, this episode's shorter." I'm gonna listen to this first. It's worth the two hours and thirteen minute listen. Okay, you guys, it's worth it. It was a yeah. fun night. Yes, the chat was popping last night. It was like yeah. one of the best Twitch streams we've had in a long time. So we had fun last night. We were right kind now, of all over the place, but it was fun. Right now, we just have our good and faithful Yellow Snow and Will in the chat. Oh, oh, we got five people now. Yeah, they're 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 coming out. They're coming. They're coming. But um, yes. So our question from last week on the Q and A was, "What do you think will be Crosshair's fate by the end of this season?" And we got nine responses. Ooh. Uh, this name is pronounced either Zaza or Zaza. Z-A-Z, however you want to go. Zaza, Zaza. Uh, he or she says, I think that Crosshair will finally join, rejoin the Bad Batch at the end of the season, maybe after he saves them and Omega if they are trapped on Tantus where he was taken. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Jonathan says the sec. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, my cough again. Uh, the sacrifice redemption is cliche. Hope they don't do that. Hopefully, he will. He and the Bad Batch get an ATTE and go slinging for Jupas. I thought the same. It's impossible to run in deep snow. I'm from Wisconsin. Ooh. Well, hopefully you come out to Empire Con. Yeah, Jonathan. Come on. You're, you're just a, a stone throws away from Minnesota. Come on to Empire Con. Join the Discord. Get connected. Love to have you. And yes, slinging for Jupas would be fun. That is a reference to Rex, Wolf, and Gregor and uh, Rebels when they were fishing for Jupas. All right, next, Raspberry says, what I think is Crosshair would leave the Empire and join the rest of Clone Force 99. Probably, very very likely. Elijah Hurst says, I am not sure there's a ton 
there's, there's a lot of different ideas and heaps of them could very much be possible. So for now, I have no idea. Time will tell. Ireland says, Oh, stars, I hope for all our mental sakes that he returns to his brothers and takes a nap because we all know he needs one. Crosshair is my favorite clone, by the way. Ooh, so, I like that. I like so that Ireland, if you're actually from Ireland, you are now obligated to be an international voicemail, so you are required now to send us a voicemail. Also, say hi to the fam for me. Right, your fam. <laughs> yep. You're 1% of your blood that's related to I'm someone. More, more than that. Have you ever taken a, a DNA thing? Yeah. And what is your percent of Irish? Uh, I think it's like, with both sides together, it's like almost 75%. 75%? It's pretty high. Wow. That's pretty nice. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, and there's like some German and some Native American mix in there. You have Native American? Yeah. Dang, bro. There's the longest time the rumor was in my family on my dad's side that we had Native American blood. Bro, for how dark you guys are, it makes sense. And my dad took the thing, and there's nothing. Really? We're Dude, just, just we're just I, German, Polish, up, French. I always thought you guys were. No, like, we tan really well. Really well. But but when really I lift up well. when I lift up my sleeve in the summer, it's you get blinded. It's like hoth on my <laughs> body. So don't. Well, I always growing up. I always <laughs> thought you guys were like. Hispanic or something like you guys like have really well, dark what, hair. Growing, growing up in elementary, like, all through school, growing up, everybody thought I was Hispanic or Middle Eastern. Yeah, which is, but now so I don't go outside. Really as prominent dark hair too, uh, and it's dark. Full. Everybody has dark hair. No, but like for well, plus, is it true that Native I'm, Americans don't grow facial hair? So like we have all this facial hair, so. I don't know if that's I, true. I if you're Native American, let us know. I think that's kind of... Join a Discord. Teach us about your culture and your heritage. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was Ireland. So yes, you have to send us a voicemail now. JD says, I feel Crosshair or Tech will die, possibly defending Omega and the Bad Batch this season. I have speculated that Tech will die this season. I wouldn't rule that out. Uh, Abe Fish says he will die sacrificing himself for the Bad Batch. Very possible. Addie says, oh, I have a whole theory for the rest of the season, which I believe is her voicemail for tonight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She sent us. And Firstborn says he will join the Bad Batch. Also, this season's structure reflects the Clone Wars. You have a great opener followed by a fun, self-contained episode's which then are followed by more great episodes. So, awesome. Sounds like a lot of people don't agree with our takes then, Jeremy. Well, everybody thinks that they're going to, seems to be like everyone's going to meet up together and there's going to be one happy family again. Or someone's going to die sacrificing themselves. So We have three episodes left, right? Yes, but the last two are the same day, so. Just one episode. Just make it one episode. So, those are the theories. Yeah. And we got no progression in what could possibly happen in this episode mm-hmm. that we got yeah. t- today. So, like I said at the beginning, 
this episode is just misplaced in location of the duration of the season. Because, like, this but show... you got this last week, and then last week... Well, not even that. Like, this should have been an episode, like, within the first three or four episodes where, like... But couldn't it have been, though, because they're no, not... Let's listen, with... listen, listen to my... How, if I were on the team at Disney, what I would have written. So, like, it should have been established earlier on that the Bad Batch wanted to separate from Sid. And, you know, last this episode, like, when we officially hear, oh, they've kind of separated from Sid. Like, 13 episodes in. Well, if they separated, like, earlier on and we knew that, like, and then Sid, for the season, would be looking after, like, trying to search for the Bad Batch to, like, screw them over to, to seek revenge, blah, blah, blah. And while they're doing this, like, they're doing their own missions with Fee and stuff like that. And Sid is, like, following the trail of, like, oh, this job got done that I wasn't able to do because someone else did it for me, and or instead. And she starts connecting dots trying to track down the Bad Batch. While all this is happening, we have multiple episodes of Crosshair getting disheartened by the Empire and losing faith in the Empire. And then all these story, so then they go to Pabu to like be as their base earlier on in the season, mm. where that's their kind of like base where they go out, go do missions with Fee and come back. And then eventually Sid finds the connections and all the dots and goes to goes to Pabu with the Empire because she gets a note that oh they're looking for Omega, and she puts it all together and then everybody on Pabu gets attacked by the empire. And it's very more emotionally distressing because we spent the whole season with the bad batch on Pabu and we love the people. And then the empire comes and kills them all. Like, yeah, I agree. They could have structured this so much better mm -hmm. and it's just a disappointment. Sorry, Addy. I don't send us an angry voicemail again. Like you said, send, we'll take them. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll take, take it. We'll take it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like like you said, like I'm not going to trash this episode for what it was. I'm just going to trash it for the location of this episode and this season built right. in general. Because it, it was just so lackluster and like so underwhelming. Especially like this far into well, a season. like mm -hmm. You need more impact in the plot. And if this was just earlier on, like we would just accept it as like part of the setting up for this season. And we wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And like, I kind of knew it was going to be something a little less lackluster when like the thumbnail was, um, uh, what's her Fee. name? Fee. And I was just like, oh, so we're not going to pretty much do anything probably in this episode. And we really didn't. It was like almost similar to the first episode of Fee when they did a mission with her. Oh, with the the mountain, yeah, thing. the Indiana Jones episode or whatever. Like, yep. I don't know. Like, it it's just for me. It's just like, like you said, Jeremiah. It's a little late to beginning this story arc, and like, right, and the attachment of these people. Like, we all know what's gonna happen next week. It's pretty obvious. Empire's gonna come because he said. Oh, why would the Empire come here? They would never come here. Well, they're hunting Omega, so now they're going to go there. 
Right. And they're going to destroy everyone. We don't have an attachment to these people, really. So it's like, right. I get, that sucks. Like, I it's want to care about these people. Like, that old guy that was just sitting on his front yeah. porch when everyone else is vacuuming. Like, I, I want to care about him more than just thinking that he's a nice old guy. And, you know, the leader, Mayor Shep, like, he's a cool guy. But, like, I want to know him. Like, I want to know more about his story and, like, how much he actually cares about his people and, like, feeling bad for him when his place gets attacked. Like, Agreed. It's so. just, like, <coughs> they stole a bonsai tree. They went to this place. They decided they're going to stay there. And there was a tsunami. Like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, and the whole Sid thing is so underwhelming, too. Right. Like, they just told us, like, oh, yeah, we're no longer working with Sid now. Like, it would be so cool, like like I said, to see her trying to track them down. Yeah. Like, where this flashes for, like, it could just be literally just a one-minute scene where it's her trying to track, like, find a detail, find an informant that says, oh, we heard this, this, like, just so we know what she's doing and so that we can anticipate something happening. Even though, yes, we know it's going to happen, but, like, to see it play out is something I'd rather have. Agreed. It was just like... But... Okay. But the one good thing about this episode is the visuals were outstanding once again. Like... It yeah, a, I, I the did. Scene, the sunset, a... the some of that water during the tsunami. So, I'm pretty sure they used like actual water footage. There are some mm-hmm. of those that like I was like, I'm like, that's there, better than yeah, like, just animation style should look like. Yeah, it was like a little. It's it's no Avatar two, but I felt like there was something no. a little more. A little extra in there, a little, a little extra pabu in the mm. in that water animation, but um, a little extra pabu. But too bad we weren't on Nabu. But uh, yeah, so I like the visuals. I just thought the colors were great. The sunset was great. The water yeah. was great. Like I, I enjoyed the visuals. Do you think the Bad Batch think they're cursed? Because everywhere they go, go, like, the place hasn't had, like, a tsunami or whatever. Like, they haven't had issues in, like, so long. And then they show up, and the next, that night, it just goes to the crapper. Like, it's like, what kind of luck do you guys have? (laughs) Like, it's so bad. But it's good that they were there because they help save people so mm-hmm. but it is one of those things where it's very convenient that it happened to happen the day that they get there yeah which like you said if we were there this whole season and then it happened then we could say oh it's a six month thing like where they're there for six yeah. months and there could have been they could have used like the tremors like oh they're, they're starting to be more frequent like this is problematic and that could just anticipate Something bad's gonna happen in the future, but I don't know. Yeah, David in the chat said, "Thank God this episode or 
or it would have been terrible if this didn't happen and this like this episode would have been terrible if this right. didn't happen and sure they would have had nothing like we wouldn't have known what they were gonna do like they would have just went there and hung out and ate and then they're like we're gonna stay here it's cozy it's hawaii i want to stay on hawaii like right yeah. i don't know but we might as well just jump into scene by scene so we're at a bar <laughs> very common place in the show to be at a bar of some sort and they're just doing a doing a job fee and omega are doing the deal at the table with these guys and they want to buy what looks like a bonsai tree and it's just like a green i'm assuming it's like a ceramic glass type material that it's made out of so it's probably very fragile and so they just want to buy that off and so they make the swap they give them the briefcase full of money blah 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 the guy the buyer or i should say the the seller is offers fee a drink and she can tell from sniffing it that it's poison and at first like she gives it to omega i'm like <laughs> okay like you're gonna make the kid drink it just to make sure it's safe but she knew right away so like oh I, i'm i'd rather not drink poison but oh it's like you're better than i thought blah 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 and he pushes the button on her table and the assassin worm from episode two attack of the clones comes yeah. out oh, yeah. yeah you didn't catch that well, I saw that was like an assassin one, but I didn't really. Bro, I and was. Did you watch it last night? No, I watched it this afternoon with my sick child. But it was just like, as soon as I saw what we were doing, I'm like, this is so un- underwhelming. I was already like checking out, and it was like a minute <laughs> into this episode, which is not good. <laughs> but. And so, and then we see in the distance, like from behind, hunters are playing some poker or blackjack or whatever and some 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 i think it's the bith is that the name of the species tries to steal some of his money while he's looking back Mm -hmm. and catches it because he has those heightened senses and the assassin worm climbs up on the chair where fee is and is about to kill her and then hunter throws his knife and it goes into the wall through the through the worm and then pushes into the wall and then stand off and they got like, you should have brought more muscle. <laughs> and record just stands up in his like little theme music that he has, like, and he cracks his neck and he just starts chaos ensues. And Omega was actually, I was impressed by Omega in this opening fight scene. I thought Dude, she was she's good. so quick. She's fast, she's agile. Fast, bro. Well, when Fee, she did that thing where she shot through the bottom of her holster, like oh, under the table. Cool. That was a cool. That's like a Han like a move. Hoth move. Or a Han, yeah, exactly. Han move. Like something. I was gonna say did. Hoth for some reason, but yeah, well, Han. I said Hoth earlier today. So, oh, oh that's true. But I don't. I, I thought that'd be slide with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was. But Omega was great. She actually killed a guy. She shot a guy, one of those that was at the ta- uh, table, like right in his chest. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that 
Her first kill? It wasn't stun. No, I don't know, though. I don't know if it's her first kill or not. Because I thought there was a time, like, when Didn't she... did she kill those crabs? Oh, those are just animals. I'm talking about, like, a sentient... Oh, a sentient being. ...person. Like, I th- thought that, like, in the Wookiee episode on Kashyyyk, like, I thought she shot a... Trandoshan, but it was just I... Gunji reflecting a shot when he was standing mm. next to her. But... I think that might be her first, like, kill yeah, of a humanoid, which is... Well, she didn't react like it was, though. It's doing self, self-defense. You can't feel bad for self-defense, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but then she's, like, behind a table that's been flipped over, and then she's uses aware of her surroundings, and there's a giant bell for some reason hanging over the table and so she shoots the bell and it falls on tops of the guy it's like trap him so he's not dead he's just trapped it's a trap no that was last that was mando episode three um but they grab the money and the bonsai tree and escape to the ship and they escape (coughs) and so So they're on the ship, and they're just going through space. And then Fee is like, all right, guys. Omega needs, like, real friends, someone that has different DNA, someone her age that's not, like, fighting in the middle of, like, battles and stuff. Like, she needs, like, regular friends. And, like, Tech was like, because when she tech, she's like, she needs new, like, more skills, like, new different skills. And Tech's like, what do you mean? Like, I taught her all of her skills. Like she has all the skills she needs to survive. <laughs> She's like, she needs other skills, like people skills and all that jazz. But then Sid sends them a transmission, like a pre-recorded thing and says, she's basically just threatens them. Like if you're not back here soon, like I'm turning you in basically. And so Fee is like, well, I got a place to hide out for a while, blah, blah, blah. And so They just go to this place and they go to the planet. I I don't know if it's, we got a, if the Pabu is a planet name or if it's just the name of that Island. I didn't really catch that. I'll probably have to go back and look, but they're on Pabu, whether that's just the Island or the planet, but it's like an Island in the middle of an ocean. Well, I guess that's what Island is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a little redundant to say an island in the middle oh, of the ocean. Oh, use my word. <laughs> is that your word? Yeah, remember we talked about this last night. That was that what it was? Yeah. Well, uh, I was like, I remember I, the word I remembered was redundant. That's right. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Uh. Pixar short where the mountain is singing and he's like but what should he had oh, fell in love yeah. what is the name of that one I don't know and then like another mountain like I'm volcano pretty sure I probably watched it today grows so that, that's one of the one of my favorite Pixar shorts is the, Dude, the singing mountain Pixar doesn't really miss bro planes it was alright but planes was Pixar Not, yeah no cause cars was Pixar and planes was and planes is a ripoff of cars because it's literally the same. Yeah, but it's 
by Pixar. No, it's not. I'm willing to bet a quarter on that one. All right. Y'all hear it. I'll find because it. Because I've, I've watched all the Pixar movies except for all the Cars movies because I think the Cars movies suck. Oh. Miles is so into the Cars movies now, which I'm happy because I love Toy Story, I, but I've seen it I think so I much. saw the second Cars one. I never saw that third one. And I, I watched the third one this morning at 4 a.m. And I, I've good. said before on this podcast that Pixar is going downhill. American 3D animation. Disney. It's a Disney studio, not Pixar is owned by Disney, but Disney has its own. Well, Disney did. All right. So planes is not. No. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> but. Maybe that's why it didn't do as well. But I think Pixar has been going downhill for a while. You're right. It's not Pixar. Like but it's the, the last same universe. The last good Pixar film was Onward. That's a good movie. That made me cry. That movie is so good. That was that was the one during <laughs> here's the thing. That came out on Disney Plus for free on Disney Plus during the early part of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think people were just kind of like more in an emotional state of mind. So like when that movie. Because that was supposed to be like a big blockbuster, but then theaters were shut down. Right. I think it was in the theaters for a little bit. Turning Red wasn't bad. Oh, I hated that one, dude. I'm sorry. Too much K-pop for you. What about Inside Out? Inside Out's a good movie. That was, so I was a little older. Where, I'm trying to find like a list of Pixar Monster Inc. slaps. Yeah, that was a really old one. List of Pixar films. Let me see. Lord Story the... Four is not it. I'll tell you that. Right so now. Lightyear, terrible. The worst movie of all time. Terrible. <laughs> what of the, the worst? I hate Miles that hates movie. it. So if you guys can't keep Miles in her, it's a wrap. <laughs> and then Turning Red, I didn't really like. Luca was. Stupid, like I, I never watched that, but they're half the time they're just they're speaking Italian half the time, and so you have no idea what they're saying. There's no not... subtitles, no. Well, that's just what well, okay. It's they have like they say phrases, it's like English, but then they say a bunch of phrases in Italian, and so it's kind of like because you hear all these surrounding English, like you kind of get the gist of it. But I was like, I don't care. Did you like Coco? Yeah, it was all right. I, I the music in Coco is really good. Toy Story 4. I like Toy Story 4. Really? Inc- Incredibles 2. I don't really remember anything from that. Coco was okay. I didn't watch Cars 3. Finding Dory was okay. The Good Dinosaur was terrible. It's terrible. But and then Inside it. Out 2015 and most of the movies before that were really good. So. What about Soul? You didn't like Soul, huh? I didn't like Soul. I, I liked Soul. I, I didn't like Soul because it was the environments were too like almost photo real for me it wasn't mm-hmm. cartoony enough and i just didn't like the story like i i just i didn't get it Sorry. i feel like one that's like a sleeper is up no everybody loves up i don't really everybody loves loves up, up is like my they one of my favorites it's so good i'm trying to think what is my favorite pixar movie and i'm looking through the first incredibles is really good Wally is really good. See, I didn't like Wally. 
Have you have you watched it recently? No, I, I probably you should, should. You should rewatch that one. That one is. Who hates up? I don't. I feel like no one hates it. I just feel like it's kind of. I thought it was a sleeper, but I guess I'm wrong. But the next one that comes out is in June. Of what? What is it? Elemental, which is supposed to be similar to like Inside Out, where emotions are animated. This is like different elements are animated, so it's like like fire. The fire, Avatar? fire Nation, <laughs> Water Nation. <laughs> All right, but anyway, yes. I thought the planet or the island on Pabu was. It reminded me of that Pixar short of the mountain singing. Um. So we land, and uh, they bring the the bonsai tree to. The Archeum, which is uh, like a vault, basically, that holds like ancient relics and uh, cultural significant pieces of art and whatever. And so they don't necessarily have any monetary value, but they're just important to (coughs) various cultures because this island is like an island of refugees, people who fled during the Clone Wars and post-Clone Wars. Um, So they just came there as a as a safe haven and they've lost their culture, but getting these relics back and these pieces of art and whatever they take is just there for them to keep their culture alive. So it was nice seeing that this is what fee is doing. It's not that she's just stealing the steel. Right. Cause we thought that, you know, okay, she's like a pirate kind of like she's smuggling, she's stealing. She calls herself a pirate. Right. And so it's like, Oh, she's kind of like somewhat shady in some way. But she's actually doing a bunch of very noble things, trying to like keep people safe and happy. And this episode, I fee grew on me. Like before, I didn't like her really much because we didn't care. But she's 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 grown on me. And I mean, not that I don't care. Like it's just like, and you know who else fee has grown on? Lucy. No tech. Oh. You you caught on what they're doing with tech and fee, right? Oh yeah, because well she she's been flirting with them since well, day one. Brown eyes, but now tech is in love with her too, because he he looks back at her and like with a smirk, like, "Hey girl, how mm-hmm. you doing?" Like so, like they're setting that up very. I I, I don't care about love stories that don't matter. Like I'll always say that that people just throw in love stories just because people want them, I guess. But hopefully this is a meaningful thing. You don't think Dan Jarn and Bo-Katan would be a meaningful love story? No. But... Non de See Yellowstone's comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had something I thought. I made, like, there was something... I tried to make a something with like a rhyme with about tech and fee, but I couldn't remember. Oh, what was it? It was a uh, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, once you go clone, you'll never be alone. <laughs> oh, oh uh, yeah. So who knows? Maybe tech and fee will fall in love and get married. Which this might that might be if they have kids. This would be might the 
the first time a clone has kids that we know of. No. No. You're going to you're going to say cut that was off of the Twilight and the kids, but that wasn't his kids. Oh. Okay. That was her kids with another human because there's no way that he has Do we know that though for a fact? Because oh, they're like 10-year-old kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's only been off Camino for... Yeah, we don't know. Maybe tire- or Do we know like how fast they that, age? You're thinking that because they age faster that the kids that they have will age faster? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying like what if Twilight kids look older than they actually are? Like maybe they grow faster. Nah, Twilight's are pretty... Do we know that? human with how do we know that we don't know that i i'm pretty sure it's been confirmed elsewhere that they're not his kids <laughs> by dave Filoni or something yell snow look it up i'm sure they'll look our cuts kids his kids or a step kids but just look up is cut a step yes dad. tech and fee might be a thing so and you know when they land and Shep and his daughter Liana is a daughter? No, niece. 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 So are they are Shep Wait, and maybe I don't know. I was kinda confused because she well, called she, she calls Fee Auntie aunt. or Auntie Aunt. Whatever. Like So I think maybe you I can't remember. I don't remember. So I don't know. Are they? Is it just kind of like oh, because she's like a close family friend that? Oh, yeah, I about. I don't think they're actually related. Because but I would, but they are reason, also still the same race. Well, sure. But so like, there's only my, five black people in Star Wars, though. So, so these three here, uh, oh, and are Finn, Finn and, and Lando. Yeah. literally it right i'm now. pretty sure there's some i think there's more officers in the sequel trilogy and oh probably i'm it's a joke it's just like um, people know like that <laughs> i'm just problem. saying that oh, what's her name the girl that we find out that is lando's daughter oh her yeah That's is that right. confirmed that it's lando's daughter it or is, is that just confirmed in the book oh okay but yeah either way i they find need, it they're very, trying to do better about that there's that. like 10 black people in all of Star Wars and three Just of them not. happen to be living on one planet together. I, I'm yeah, sure they're related. Well, so yeah, probably, but record does make the comment when he, when Shep arrives, Hey tech, you got some competition. So maybe that's implying that they're not related, but I, for, for some reason, this might be because I was like half asleep watching this episode and I'm barely paying attention because my kid was screaming. But for some reason, I felt like Wrecker and that guy were... Wrecker was like in love with that dude. He kept hugging him for no reason. You're not the first person to make that comment. That, okay. So but like... That's probably a thing. <laughs> one, Wrecker's always happy to meet people. True, so and that. it's a also, big guy. So another like, big guy that he doesn't see. Also, this guy also was the first person to ever make him full. Like he gets special honor because that's true. But I don't know. It was 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But yes, maybe maybe they'll be brothers through marriage too. <laughs> that too. So so. Um. After this, so they have, they go have the meal she just mentioned. So they're on this amazing view of the sunset, open out on a patio, feasting on all this food. Um, and so Omega, she's being like best friends with Liana, running around, having fun. Everyone's just enjoying her being a kid finally and having fun. And um, we see a space boat. That we, True. Not a lot of boats in Star Wars. You see episode two when Anakin and Padme go in hiding. They're on a little boat. We see the boat in Mandalorian season two. We see the submarine in episode one. Well, there's that. Yes, submarine. But like a boat, boat floating on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, And then here. So not a lot of space boats in Star Wars, but we finally we get to see a little like fisherman's boat. Well, there's only, thing. I think still, there's only technically one vehicle that has wheels in Star Wars as well. Right, the ones that were on Kashyyyk and also were used in Rogue One, yep. where Jin Erso was broken out of mm-hmm. prison or whatever. So, not a lot of wheels in Star Wars. Nope. But, so yeah, so Omega and uh, Liana, they go off to take a boat ride because it's fun and you need to put someone in danger in an episode. So <laughs> they did that. Um, and then Fee is like, takes tech over to the view and they, it's something you got to see that something's going to happen. That's really cool. And they look down at the town and everyone starts turning on their lights and it just looks really nice. And so, Fee says something like, this is something, a spectacular view. And Tech says, that's one way to quantify it. Which, I think he was implying that for him it looked beautiful, the view. Which is something you wouldn't expect him to say state. And so that kind of goes back, I, I saw that as going back to what he said, you know, when he has conversation with Omega a few episodes ago about he's not always able to express his emotions in a way that makes sense to others. But he, in this moment, like he kind of had that click in his mind where this is beautiful. He didn't say it, but he thought it. So it might be kind of more progression character development for him where he's learning to with his connection with fee and his love for fee. It seems like this ruin, he's able to tap into his emotions better and start being able to articulate his emotions. So I thought that was really cool. Again, they're doing a lot of tech stuff this season, and that's why I think he might be dying this season, which would be very sad. But Unless oh, what's-her-name saves him, and then they get married. Yeah. Fee, fee could, or what if he dies saving tech? That would be even worse for... That'd be so sad for tech. Like if I'd be sad for tech, but I, I happy she's gone with her. Though I don't have that connection with her still. Right. 
And so, uh, yeah. Then we have this thing where Wrecker says he's never been, he's full, he can't eat more, he's blah, blah, blah. It's never happened. And Tech is like, well, let me make a note of this for a momentous or like a memorable moment in our history is Wrecker being full, which is this funny, like, Tech. Like, I feel like he was just doing that to be sarcastic. Yes, he was documenting, yes. But I feel like he was making fun of the moment. Like, oh yeah, he was he, he was, was poking fun at like it. that's that's still like something out of his character to like have humor, and so like more and more I'm liking Tech just with his character development. So, but while they're having all the good times, the Muyos, the the space plant type Pokemon that are on this island are they stop look around they're sensing something and hunter notices it and he stands up and he starts his spider senses were yeah his tingling and he goes to the the end of the patio and looks over the city and you see more of the monkey things running away he's like something's wrong something's coming He's sensing something. I I thought this was going to be the Empire showing up. Did you? Yep, 100%. You thought it was the Empire? Okay, so I'm not the only one. But I was like, okay, they got this beautiful town, and the Empire is going to show up. Because they just talked about how the Empire wouldn't come there. Right, and so it's like, like, what the heck? Like, this this fast? Um, Because the setup where Sid, you know, was like, I'm going to come after you if you don't get here soon. So I was like, oh, maybe Sid finally was able to... She ratted him out. Ratted him out somehow. Like, she knew how to track Fee or something like that. Like, where she was like, I wonder if Fee... Or if Sid knows about this island. I don't think so. Or if Fee is really that good at keeping secrets, but... I don't um, think... It seems like a lot of people don't trust her. So I don't think Fee trusted her either. Right, so... They go... They're just kind of looking out to town during trying to figure out what's going on. But then there's a tremor. There's an earthquake. I'm like, oh, crap. And they're like, oh, we get these. Like, because then, like, the water on the ocean starts getting wavy and Omega gets a little scared. And Liana's like, well, don't worry. We get tremors. Like, it's common for island life. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And then. Another tremor happens, and they're like worried about uh, something called the sea surge, which I'm guessing is just their term for a tsunami. And so he's like, "That doesn't." That uh, Shep was like, "That we're not gonna have a sea surge because like our early warning system would let us." And then the Archeum, where the all the artifacts are, is a giant horn, which is like mm-hmm. air horn, which is kind of cool goes off and so the sea surge and he's like we haven't had a sea surge in 30 years and so they look out into the ocean and the water is starting to recede and if you're ever on a beach on an ocean and a water line starts going about out into the sea away from you that much get the crap out of there asap because a tsunami is going to destroy the coast so 
I thought this, it was terrifying, this scene. Just like the water going out, all the panic, this poor fish flapping on the bottom of the ocean floor, just hopping around, flopping around. And Omega and Leon are out there in the boat. And because the water is going out away from the, uh, the island, their boat is being sucked out, even though they're trying to go forward. The current is pulling them back. And they're like about to hit a rock and like, oh, we got to jump. And they jump. And so they start evacuating the city. And Omega and Liana start seeing the wave, the tsunami wave out, way out there, miles out. And like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to run. And they calm Hunter. Hunter's like, he goes, I'm going to go to the ship and I'm going to grab you. And everyone else starts knocking on doors to go up to Upper Pabu because Upper Pabu is a normal place. But then they expanded down, which they knew at any point a sea surge could happen. I felt like they could have at least tried to protect what? Lore Pabu Lore. somehow. Mm. It's like, why I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, you got to think of like, at some point, Hawaii is going to erupt. You know what I mean? Like, people settle on places that they honestly probably shouldn't. I, oh, I get that. But like, to not like try and build a wall <laughs> of some sort to like protect Underneath, them somehow. I think they probably just like outgrew it. And they they were growing faster than they could, because they have a wall above that. Pretty well. well. That, that that was just the upper Pabu. That's like what where they normally lived at, where mm-hmm. they were safe from, um, the sea surges. So it's like they already had that in place, but then they I guess they got comfortable thinking. Yeah, that. like Dave said in the chat, like you kind of justify it when it has to happen in thirty years, kind of forget. Yeah. Just rebuild every 30 years, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, you should always, what is it, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst type of thing? Where well, a lot of people don't prepare for the worst anyway, so. Right. As we're speaking, there's like a freaking winter blizzard outside. Well, it's not too bad right now. The winds are bad, though. It is. It's it, The snow right now that's falling is going sideways. It's not going down at all. So. Yeah. Um. But I think they're saying like 40 to 50 mile per hour winds overnight. That's exciting. I'll be all yeah. cozy sleeping on the floor or in my recliner because I can't sleep in my bed. Your back is <laughs> my janky up back. Again, huh? uh, not again. Always. I thought it was getting better. Hey, it goes up and down. It was really bad like <laughs> like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Now it's kind of oh. okay. But you just said last night you barely slept. <laughs> no, okay, that was a joke I made. Oh, okay. Because I usually don't get a lot of sleep, but I actually did pretty well because I went straight to my. I started in my recliner, and I had because I stay up late editing. I took some Benadryl to help me sleep, and I took some painkillers just to like. Oh, popping some pills. Popping some pills, <laughs> and then I actually got like. Five or six straight hours of sleep, which I haven't had in like a long time. And then like I woke up and then I went back to sleep. And then in the middle of dreaming, I, my alarm went off. I was like, dang it. Well, but, do you remember the dream? No. Dang. I had a crazy dream the other night, though. 
about yeah. I was like was at night and I was like looking up in the sky and there's a huge fireball explosion. I'm like, did the sun or something just explode? Like it was like crazy, mm. like weird fireball spinning spiral like thing. And then two of those things happen like in eyesight on the ground level. And it just starts expanding and destroying the thing. And then like, I'm running away from this fireball and we it, got nuked. It consumed me. <laughs> so I think, I think I died from this giant fireball, but Jeez. I kind of don't remember what happened after that, but I don't know. Just like maybe you got I, nuked. Did we get nuked? Like, like the, no, it wasn't nuked because like the, the weird, like fireball thing was weird. Like I can't even describe what it looked like. It was like, a fireball like there's something there's like a movie where there's like something similar to it where it's like a weird thing but it's like fireball is expanding but it's also like has like shape and it's like spinning on the inside expanding. like it's like really weird like uh was it kind of spinning like uh what's it, dr strange stuff no not like that it's so hard to explain it's like Something that you've never seen before, so you can't ex- explain what it is. It's like trying to explain like what something tastes like. Like you can say, okay, we can say it's sweet, sour, but like describe what a banana tastes like, or describe what yeah, cake banana, tastes like. It tastes like a banana. Yeah, like it's so, so yeah. like looking at this thing like in the sky that's blowing up. I'm like, it's a fireball, but how do you explain? How do I, I explain? I it's so weird. You gotta Dream. draw it. Dreams are weird. Dreams are cool. If I could draw, I'd be doing VCU stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I could draw, we would already have the VCU done. Which I think we got another lake. We got a bunch. VCU. VCU, yes. Dave in the chat. Is popping I, off. I saw your emails yesterday and today. I haven't been had time to uh, look at them, but I got them. I see them. But yes, yeah, speaking of the VCU. And we're almost done with this episode. We haven't done any commercials. So let's take a listen to our friend Lucy. If you are an artist, pay attention. Hey, everyone. Fictional Lucy here. And I'm pleased to tell you that I'm just one of the many characters created in the original Star Wars audio drama some Empire Radio fans made. The story of my friends and I, called the Voicemail Cinematic Universe, played out through 86 voicemails. The problem is, our adventures are only audio, unless you give us a hand. The goal is to have an illustration for every voicemail provided by you listeners. We're looking for any type of media, digital art, Legos, painting, photography, anything at all. And don't worry if you're not professional. If you want to see the drama we go through come to life, just click on the link in the description that takes you directly to a Google Doc. It'll guide you through the whole process of creating and submitting your art. Colonel Doss, Will, Darth Daddy, and all those VCU characters can't wait to see what you can do. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, that fiendish Sith Lord, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. So, why were we talking about dreams again? Why did I come up? Sleeping, something, back pain. 
Because you need coffee to help you sleep at night? Uh, we're going to do two commercials back-to-back like that. <laughs> oh, no, we don't have to. I'm just saying. <laughs> but what were we talking about in the episode that caused us to go on a tangent? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but, yes. So, they're evacuating the city. Omega and Liana are running towards the, pl- the island, which, last episode, we're like, you can't run in snow. You can't run on the ocean floor when it's muddy like that. Oh yeah, no, because it's There's, not as dry, it's not dry yet. Yeah, like it's gonna be like ten feet of this the worst mud ever, at least with probably. fish and urchins and. So it's like them running on that was not a thing. So clearly, the animation team has never ran through snow and has never. They haven't it. got out of their room, and that's why they're so good at animation. That's my why they're just slaves to the cog wheel that is Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the cog, but uh, yeah, so. They're, the citizens are working their way up to Upper Pabu. Uh, Hunter, he goes and he lets a line down for the girls to grab, which if they didn't grab that line when he was going by 100 miles an hour, they would have both died. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I guess you got to do what you got to do. But I was like, okay, I have faith that Omega can grab that line. But Liana has never done anything like this before. Yeah. Is she gonna at least had they should have at least had Liana like die. Start slipping. Not die. Calm down. Like where she's slipping and like Omega has to like catch her Use with her. one hand. She's like hanging or on to the Catch her court. with her like her bow. Something like like. But they have both held on just fine. So As this is happening, the wave finally makes it to the lower parts. And so they're just barely getting up to the tech and fee. They're able to lower ladders down because the spiral staircase up was being too packed and swarmed and too crowded. So they lowered the ladders from the ledge up, which was like... Smart thinking. Start thinking, but I'm like thinking, like, are these steps gonna like ladders gonna like hold? Because they're probably 30 years old at least, and it's janky wood. Like, I don't know, but they work just fine. They're climbing up, and so the last people to get to the ladder was Shep, Wrecker, and then that old guy who was just chilling and not. He was caring. ready to go out. He didn't care. He didn't care, but He's they go up. A nice cup of coffee. He was, he was probably drinking a cup of coffee and or some good green tea like just mellowing chilling out yeah and so like it doesn't matter where you are if you want West Indies coffee tea, they'll send you send it to you all the way on Pabu if you need to but yes Wesley Andrews coffee and tea is our sponsor as they always are and probably might be forever who knows but let's take a listen to Wesley Andrews ad Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. 
The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code Empire Radio. that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. it. So, the town is getting destroyed by the the tsunami, and Wrecker, the old guy, and Shep are the last ones going up. And did you think that Shep was gonna die? Yeah. I thought I thought Shep was gonna be the only one that died because he's. Because they like he's about to fall and record mm-hmm. catches him, but like if someone had to die, it should have been the mayor. Not because he deserved to die, but because he made sure he put his people before him that they were all safe before he, he was, was a good safe. Mayor. He was a good mayor. He's like a I feel like captain. he's he's too nice. Like he's just a super nice guy. So it's like, but like I was like they they could kill him off but a meaningless death death like that would just kind of be like random so like yeah it wouldn't make sense but yeah so then omega and liana and hunter they get back to the island and they land but next day everyone's there nobody died and everyone's just kind of like Grieving the moment of the loss of their village, basically their town, but everyone was so grateful that they saw their lives, and this is where Hunter was said, "Maybe we could stay a while and help rebuild." And Tech was like, "I thought I was thinking the same thing," and that's the episode. They're just hanging out there, so which Until next week. So we've always had talked about like you know, like what a rotation is or in mm-hmm. Star Wars. Like we thought, oh, that's just a day. But Tech was like, oh, it's going to take many rotations to f- rebuild. But like rotation, like to build that whole town will take a long time, not just a few days. Like why would you talk in days? Mm. But I don't know. We need to have like, what are the, like what's a rotation? What's a cycle? What's is a rotation a, a year? Or rotation, rotation might be like a rotation around the sun, or is it like, unless the days mm. on that planet are super long, like. That's true. I it depends on what planet, right? Like right. time. It doesn't like that. So it's like, I just want to know like what the definitions are in Star Wars. But I don't know. Either way, it's probably gonna take months and months to rebuild. Just because the whole town is destroyed. And maybe they can start putting some better defenses up against tsunamis and whatnot. But they probably don't have a lot of resources because they seem like they're more 
on their own. Like they don't, they just kind of use what they have. They don't have a lot of technology. They don't have a lot of resources. They just get by. But who knows? But that's the episode. That's it. And it just, that's all it was. Was, yeah. Like, like I said, it should have been within the first, like, four episodes, five episodes where they establish this as a base. Because, like, I don't believe that this is going to be a base, like, oh, for long. They're out of there next week, bro. Right. So it's like. They have to be. Like, What's next week's episode name? I should look that up right now. Because, like I said, there's only this week and then next, or next week and then the, and two weeks is the finale, so mm-hmm. um, there's only three episodes left in the span of two weeks. So I'm looking up. I'm trying to stall for time. Uh, season two, tipping point. Oh yes. So that's definitely something happens. That's the big crux of the big climax, and so mm-hmm. like. Hopefully it's good. I, I don't know, like, what that's referring to. The tipping point for Crosshair, is a tipping point for, like, the people of Pabu. Like, like they get found out, and the Empire comes to them, and that's like something changes. Like, who knows? I feel like the tipping point for Crosshair was last week. Right, but like we don't know. It could be the tipping point of him saving Omega or something. What if next week's episode is like an hour and a half long? I'm going to flip my table. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, if they make a long episode, then we know it's going to be good. So, Well, we would hope. So. It's, this, it's literally just them building the bottom half. An hour of them just talking about building, designing buildings, and <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's the episode. Yeah. And kind of hard to make predictions. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what to we, say. Like the predictions that we made last week on last week's episode is what we predict this week now. <laughs> yeah, because nothing new was added other than. Crap's gonna happen on Pabu when the Empire and what's shows her up. name? And what's her name? Sid. They're for sure not with Sid now. That's it. That's literally all we got this episode. Right. Well, still better than the pod race episode, though. That is true. And that's we it. Transition but we, to voicemail. But we do time. have a voicemail, so we'll transition to that right now. So, we only have one voicemail, and it's from Addy, and it's about the Bad Batch. And so, the voicemail does not have the best audio quality. There's something wrong with Anchor is still having issues a little bit. So, here's a message from Addy, and hopefully we can kind of understand the gist of it. But let's take a listen. Hey, yo, Empire Radio. It's Addy back at you with another voicemail. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Hopefully this gets in in time. 
I just wanted to tell you about a theory I have for the rest of the season of Bad Batch. So my theory is that in the next episode, Rex and Echo find out that Crosshair is in the hands of the Empire, and the Bad Batch go to save him. But in the meantime, well, while this is happening, Omega gets kidnapped and left behind. And the whole finale is just the, about is just about them going to save her, and hopefully we'll get some bonding between Crosshair and Omega. And probably at the end of the series, we just find them living on Pabu. So, whatever. It's what I got. It's not completely in detail, but anyway, I hope you guys have an awesome day, and may the Force be with you. Bye! Well, thank you, Eddie. I love that the end of that voicemail is quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But hopefully in post, maybe I can get rid of some of the static on that just a little bit. Work my magic with DaVinci Resolve sound editing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so she does bring up a good point. Like, we kind of forgot about Rex and Echo. Like, they're definitely coming back at some point this season to help the Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, we did forget about them. So, like, thank you, Eddie, for reminding us of Rex and Echo. Um, they're definitely because she said they think that they're gonna discover that Crosshair has been taken and and if we think that he's being used in that assassin program where he's getting brainwashed, become an assassin, like you know Rex, you know discovered this one assassin clone with Senator Chuchi, so maybe he kind of put his resources and in informate trying to like find information on this. And so that it would make sense that he could discover the plot of what's going on with crosshair. So that's a good, good theory, Eddie. Yeah. I liked it. And I yes, definitely, definitely Omega is going to get, Oh, she's getting kidnapped, kidnapped or captured by the empire. Crosshair's going to save her and survive or save her and die. But then the bad batch will be one for a little bit. Do you think, We'll see Sid in the flesh again, or do you think we're just gonna see her from message? We're gonna see her telling, like, her ratting them out. That's it. I feel like she's gonna die, which would I don't want to celebrate the death of someone, but like, but yeah, like, but (laughs) but like, I think I think what's gonna happen is she's gonna turn in Omega. But then she's going to feel really bad. Like, she's going to have a moment where she regrets it, and she's going to try and save Omega somehow, use her resources, and then she's going to die trying to save Omega. Like, that would be kind of cool, maybe. But I'm done with Sid. If there's a season three, I hope Sid is absent. At this point, I don't want a season three, dude. I don't really care anymore. Because what are they going to do if if Crosshair dies? Like, I don't they're going to go live on some now, planet. Now, what's really going to suck is, remember last, in the first season, they announced season two before the finale? Oh, that was so dumb. <laughs> Hopefully they don't do that again. Hopefully they announce No, they after. won't because uh, Celebration's not until after. That is true, but they could still say that there's going to be season three. But it's not what they did, though. It was because of Celebration that they announced season two. I don't think so. I thought it was. I thought it was during Star Wars Celebration. I thought they just posted, like, 
an article or a tweet or something. I don't know. I can't remember. That was, that was a, almost two years ago that that, or was it two years ago? Three years ago. Oh, so maybe it wouldn't have been celebration. No. When did we start the podcast? <laughs> Empire Radio has been around for almost two hundred episodes. Th- three three years now. Three years. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, three because it was two years for oh, I don't, for the COVID voice time is everything. It was, no, it was twenty twenty. That's that's what it was. Because I, I was thinking when we launched a Discord in twenty twenty one January, but twenty twenty is when we started. So twenty summer of twenty twenty is when the Bad Batch was. So it's been almost three years since season one. So it's I can't remember all the details, but um, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. That's the breakdown. Yeah. So next yeah. week is Mando again and Bad Batch. So stay tuned for that. Yep. And I'm excited for Mando. I'm hopeful for Bad Batch. But yeah, that's it. Anything else, Drew? Before we go into some social media stuff? No, that, that's it. All right, cool, cool. Well, if you're listening and you're new to the podcast, you can definitely check us out outside of where you listen to us right now because we're on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. So in the description, there is a links.co slash Empire Radio link. That is a landing page for everything Empire Radio. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, where we put up all every episode and the Twitch where we do the live streams and Drew doesn't watch parties, which is also then uploaded to the YouTube channel. But if you ever want to watch a live stream while we'll record the podcast, please join us. Like last night's for Mando episode, it was popping. We had, that was one of the best ones we have in a while tonight. You know, people are less enthused about the Just bad episode. batch. So we've had fewer people, but we always love reading the comments in yeah. the chat on Twitch. And it is a, besides the Discord, it is a very good way to interact with us directly. Like, right. Right away. So, a lot of the times you read them, even, I mean, you guys hear this, we read them on screen. So, if you guys want to voice your opinion besides just a voicemail, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So, and also in the landing page is the invite for the Discord. So, please click that if you want to join the Discord. We'll have a lot of fun. And if you want to go to EmpireCon in August, which is we're hosting our own con to hang out with us. Fan meet and greet, three-day weekend. Um, well, it's like less than 48 hours, but it's Friday night through Sunday afternoon. Uh, you got to join the Discord and get connected. That way they know how to sign up and get all the details, and uh be a lot of fun. We'd like to yeah. see you at EmpireCon in August. Uh, there's also our fan email. There is the VCU Illustration Project, which you heard the commercial from Lucy today already. Uh, and needlesslynerdy.com link is a entertainment network that we're a part of a lot of other podcasts articles all kinds of stuff a lot of great stuff there so go check that out as well and that's about it yeah that's it see you next week we're excited yep yep all right well you've been listening to another bad batch tastic episode of empire radio i'm jeremiah i'm drew and may the force be with you always
Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com. Thank <laughs> you.